0: Welcome to the part-time creator podcast, the only podcast for part-time creators that helps you build an authentic following without having to quit your day job. We prioritize time efficient tactics and tools to growing your social media account and leave out all the gimmicky tips so you can create the content that you want to make. Speaking of time efficient, let's cut to the chase and get to today's episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Part Time Creator Podcast. I'm your host, Shane Hubbard. Thank you, as always, for being here. Uh, It's been kind of a rough last month, honestly. Uh, I've been getting on and off sick for, yeah, about a month, I'd say. And it's been kind of weird because since my daughter's been born and my sleep schedule has been all messed up and, you know, waking up in the middle of the night to feed her or, you know, something. Like, you know, maybe she lost her pacifier or whatever it might be. I've gotten sick this year, 2020, more times than I've gotten in the last decade. Like, it's insane. So, um, and I, apparently everyone's getting like really sick this flu season. So it's been weird. It's been hard to make content when you sound like you've got like two pieces of paper up your nose. You can't think you have a fever. All you want to do is just lay on the couch and try not to be miserable, drugged up. You know, day quill and night quill, and it's just like today's the first day that I've actually felt myself in almost two weeks because I had two weeks where it was just like miserable, and then I had a week where I was getting better, and then the next two weeks I started feeling worse again. That's the first time I think in my life that I've gotten sick, gotten better, and then like immediately gotten sick again. It was really weird, Uh, but anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. Figured I'd just. Bring that up though, in case you were like, hey, where's the podcast been? Um, So, anyway, today we're talking about the single best way to 10x your content volume virtually overnight. Um, And I think this is probably my favorite content strategy. I've been experimenting with content strategies to try to see which one works best for me. I have a very limited time schedule when it comes to creating content, so it's very difficult for me to always have the same kind of content strategy, but I've been able to dial this in. And the reason why I've been experimenting with this is because I'm trying to think of the best way for content creators, especially part-time content creators, to develop a system for creating content that feels linear enough to where you're like, okay, I have a process in place. I do this, I do that, and then I create this afterwards. But also without it feeling like it's one of those things that becomes too rigid because when, as a creative person, if things get too rigid, it just starts to feel like a job or another responsibility or a chore. So you want to have a little bit of free flowing creativity mixed in. So I don't want you to like follow this to a T and there isn't like a roadmap and anything like that. Um, I do have a graphic that I made to kind of help me structure this in my head, but on the whole, this is how I process things. And this is how I think about creating content. The main reason why I started off with this or I've, I've kind of glued myself to the strategies because it's easier for me to sit at a computer and type something up than it is for me to get in front of a camera or find the time to be alone in some sort of capacity to get in front of a camera and record. I also have seen the repurpose ability. If that's a word yet, it will become a word. I'm sure with the creator with within the creator economy, repurpose, repurpose ability. Um, of this strategy has, has been tremendously more beneficial than any repurposing strategy I've found. It's hard for things to go the opposite of the strategy than to flow in the way that it's flowing. So I'm going to go ahead and actually just f- go through it with you based on the graphic that I created. Um, by the way, I created a blog post about this. If you want to read this, or if you want to check out the blog post and the graphic that I made, head over to Medium. Go to at Shane underscore PTC. If you just type that in, you'll find me. And then the title of this podcast is the same title as the article. And you can check out that graph. So, what's the big mystery? What is the content strategy? How does it work? Well, essentially, at the top of the hierarchy is your article or a blog post. Now, if you're not a blogger, which we'll talk about later on, you don't have to. You don't have to be a blogger to do this, essentially. I'm not saying that you have to blog everything that you do. I am saying, though, that it becomes beneficial when you write everything out in a kind of structured format with headlines and sub or, you know, uh, sub headlines and, you know, regular text. And when you structure it this way, because it's already creating structure with your other pieces of content. So it starts with a blog post or some sort of long form written content, which can turn into your captions. It can turn into your hooks for your video. So your captions can be parts of your article, right? You can just take that and put it into a caption for a video or for a, um, a post or an image of some kind. And you might be wondering, well, why is captions important? More and more social media platforms are starting to take the SEO strategy that TikTok has taken and that Google's been doing for a really long time and that YouTube's been doing since... Probably being acquired by, you uh, by uh, Google, because it it's easier for a search engine or for the internet to figure out what is going on from a text based. It, it can't scan a video, although that's coming soon, I'm sure, but it doesn't have as easy a time scanning a video. As it does scanning text and it can kind of understand what's going on based on keywords and how text is organized, what's going on in a piece of content so that it can take that content and put it in front of the people that are searching for it. So it bridges the gap between you and the people that you want to attract with your content. So the discoverability of your content goes up when you properly when you use the correct keywords in your content, or if you just have written content on the internet, it becomes much more discoverable. So that's important. That's why captions are important. Hooks for videos, whether it's a long form or a short form video, is super important because it gets the person interested in your video. You can come up with a hook very easily by just using the title of your blog or of your article. So that's really important too. And then, titles obviously for like blog posts or posts on Facebook, LinkedIn, um, your YouTube titles, arguably one of the most important things along with your thumbnail for getting somebody interested in actually clicking on your video. So obviously different social media platforms have different ways of getting your viewer hooked. Like on TikTok, you're just continually seeing videos just immediately thrown on your screen. So a hook is really important, whereas a title and a thumbnail is more important on YouTube because it's more about choice. It's more about having choice with what you see, not just content in your face from the start. Although it would be interesting if YouTube decided to go towards that model with their shorts, platform, but uh, I digress a little bit. So anyway, once you have your your blog post, you also have potential captions, hooks, and titles for your other content. And then on the short form side of content, you have TikToks that you can, you can use that written content for ideas for TikToks or even scripts for TikToks, reels, YouTube shorts. I mean, they're essentially just each paragraph could be a video within itself. So that's pretty cool. And I would definitely recommend Using that as a strategy for repurposing your content with the short format. You can also use written content in an article for a newsletter. Instead of having to write an entirely new newsletter, you have a the opportunity to just not copy and paste necessarily, but you certainly don't have to rethink the entire idea. So you can take some of that article and you can put it in your newsletter and repurpose it for your audience or for your message for that specific group. And then obviously tweets, Facebook posts, and LinkedIn posts could literally just be a paragraph from your article and you could post that. And that's, again, another form of content. So you're finding a single piece of content and you're essentially multiplying or cloning it and finding ways to repurpose it. So I really think that that is probably one of the most important things you can do on the short form side of things. And you can already see how this is 10Xing your content. You're taking one piece of content that's a long form written and you're, Either coming up with new ideas for other content, like in the form of a video, or you're literally copying and pasting pieces of that written content and making it available on Facebook and all this different stuff. So that's super important. So then, on the long form side of things, it could be the blueprint for a podcast episode, like this episode is today. It could be the blueprint for a YouTube video, right? You want to go into long form video content. Well, just take that article and break it down. You you could literally just read the article, not verbatim, because I think that'd be kind of boring to listen to, but you can take the the main headlines and the bullet points from that article and you can make a YouTube video out of it. Um, And then when you go to create chapters and descriptions for your video, you already have those written out. You already have those laid out. So again, it takes a lot of the structural work out of creating some of your other video and Uh, audio forms of content, like a podcast or a YouTube video. And then you could take your articles and you could create courses or tutorials out of them as well. Um, If you decide to go down that route someday, or maybe you are already down that route, you want to start creating tutorials that are video tutorials or written tutorials, whatever it might be, you can create a course out of that piece of content. So that can be super useful. So I mentioned earlier how if you're not a blogger, why do you need to do this? I hope I've already answered that question. Um, It's obviously tremendously more beneficial to have a single source that can be multiplied into many sources. And the benefit of having it written out is that you can choose to use it as a blog post. And I think that even if you don't plan on having your own website, your own domain and all that stuff, it's still a good idea to have written forms of content by you on the internet and I personally use Medium because it's free and at one point when I transition into using this uh this hobby into a business and I start utilizing it for that I will start taking that written content and I will start putting it on my actual blog instead of it being on a third party you know website um by the way quick little pro tip before don't write in any sort of third party Uh, writing app. So like for instance, medium, don't create your content within the medium app or the web browser, whatever you want to call it, create a word document. I use Google suite. So I use Google docs and write it all in there. And then that way it's yours and you can repurpose that and use that in other places. If you do have your own website, great, you can put it on there. But I always like to have a backup that isn't tied to some other person who's controlling my data because at any moment they could just take it off for whatever reason. I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm a mafia member and suddenly they're like, oh, we got to take his blog off. Boom, I still have my content ready for me. So I always create in a Word document like that versus trying to... Uh, you know, create it within the, the the actual app that I'm posting to, so to speak. So you don't have to be a blogger or you don't even have to be a great writer in order to do this. Um, I don't even think if you're not comfortable or you're not confident in your ability to write and you don't want to post it publicly, then keep it in a Word doc and just use that behind the scenes and then polish it up as you want to, and then repurpose that content in written form and in video and audio form and all that different stuff. So again, the more you can take a single piece of content and repurpose it, the more valuable that content's going to be, the less stress you're going to have to deal with because you're going to eliminate things like burnout. You're going to eliminate things like trying to figure out how to say the same thing in different ways. There's no reason to do that. Naturally, like for example, my article that I wrote, is not verbatim what I'm talking about on this podcast. My podcast gives me more freedom to speak uh, differently or speak um, about, uh, you know, elaborate on different topics because you're already geared to listen to a podcast episode that's so a little bit longer or it has a little bit different context. But it's great structure for me so that I can stay on point. I can stay within the context of what we're talking about. And maybe there's some rabbit holes that we go down to, but hopefully they're all organized in a way that's useful for you and they, they still are beneficial, but it also keeps me in line. And I'm the kind of person that needs to have some sort of structure because I can very easily get distracted in a story or something else and lose my train of thought. So it really helps me out. The last point that I'll make before I end this episode, because I do want to keep them relatively short as best I can, is the ultimate question at the end of this article, which is, do you have to start with writing? Is it the only way to do it? Certainly not. I've never been the kind of person to be so polarizing that I don't see multiple sides or multiple vantage points of a given topic or a given strategy. So I don't want you to think that I'm saying this is the only way because it's not. But if you tend to enjoy structure to the point where it gives you the freedom to have to, or I should say that gives you the freedom to not have to worry about Uh, staying on on topic or staying in line or knowing what to speak about, then I highly recommend doing this. And I I kind of prefer to write. Um, I like the process of writing. I like to be able to have an article on the internet that talks about something that I'm passionate about. So I sort of have a little bit of bias. But again, you don't have to publish your work. It could just be a form of structuring your ideas and your thoughts in a way that works best for you. You could totally scratch the whole blog posting structure and you could simply use things like bullet points. Like, hey, this is my bullet point for long piece of content A, right? And then you could take that and use that on YouTube and use that on podcasting and that still repurposes your content. So by no means do you have to take my strategy and use it for it to be effective. But I would say that if you're the kind of person that has limited time, you're a part-time creator that doesn't have a ton of time to do extra stuff and maybe you already have a desk job, jotting down a couple of ideas, making some sort of blog post about it or some sort of, you know, three to 800 word article about it could give you a lot of structure that you don't already have and make it easier for you to know, okay, this is the one piece of content that I'm creating that's long form. And then I can take from that and then repurpose it here, repurpose it there, make a podcast here. Then I've got an idea for YouTube and you don't have to do it all at once either. Like I don't want it to, we want you to seem like you have to do it, or that I even do that? Typically, my structure is long form written, long form audio, and then short form from that long form. Um, and I usually recording video at the same time that I'm recording my podcast, so that makes it easier to, you know, sync the audio up and then cut the pit, you know, points out that make it optimal for for creating a video on TikTok, Reels, whatever it might be. And that becomes super beneficial for me because again, I don't have to re record that audio podcast. I can simply just take the video that I took from the podcast and make it into a TikTok video later on, obviously trim it down, all that stuff. But my point is, is that I think it's better to go this route where you do some sort of writing, because again, the longer, the more writing you can do on a single topic, the more opportunities you have to repurpose that content in a written form, in a video form, in an audio slash podcasting form. So I think that can be really beneficial. And I think it can really help you out, especially if you're not the kind of person who naturally comes about structure. I certainly don't. It took me a long time to get this down and feel confident about this. So that's one of the reasons why I'm sharing it is because I don't want you to have to think that you have to do this on your own and you have to create your own strategy. I'm literally giving this to you and I want you to use it if you find that it will be beneficial for you. So anyway, this is my episode for today. I thank you a ton for listening. I I can't really tell you how much I appreciate you listening to this because I know there's a ton of really awesome podcasts about content creation, content marketing, social media marketing out there. And so the fact that you took time out of your day to listen to my podcast means a ton to me. If you don't mind, if you've been enjoying the podcast for a while, or maybe you've seen a couple pieces of my content, if you find that it would be beneficial to your audience or someone else that you know, please share it with them. I would greatly appreciate it. I'm always trying to get my content out to more people because I really do believe that is, I, I spent a lot of time on this. I want to make this as valuable as possible. So I know that it's good. I know that it's good quality content. And I know that you feel the same way because you're still listening to me ramble about the end of this podcast. So anyway, have a great rest of your day and I will see you in the next episode.